Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations. You're about to arrive to the right place. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Alan and Aaron Sportsbook. Are you ready for it? Now, here is Alan and Aaron. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Alan and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Really delighted to have you among us tonight. Thank you for joining us, and we're going to have a great show for you tonight. It is now October 8th, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. We've got a great lineup for you today. Did want to share with you that, unfortunately, Aaron couldn't join me tonight. He had some family business to attend to, but that's okay. You guys are welcome to join us. You please give us a call at 516-418-5572. Again, it's 516-418-5572. Your questions, comments, and opinions are definitely valued here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Arc Radio Show. We're going to talk a lot today, catch up a lot of sports, a lot of things going on in the world for sports. And we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to first kick things off a bit about the Major League playoffs. You know, there's a lot going on with the playoffs right now. I did want to say that my team, the Yankees, did get eliminated right before the playoffs. And we do have a call online, so let's go ahead and take their call. Hey, fellas. How are you? Doing great. Thank you for asking. How about yourself? How are you doing so far tonight, Lou? Well, up until the, Yan- until the Yankees got eliminated, I was doing okay. But after that, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you were, you were hoping that they went a little bit further to the playoffs run? I was I was hoping they were going to beat Boston, yes. I mean, I thought Martinez out, that was our golden opportunity. But the Yankees, but the uh, Red Sox just uh, were able to take advantage of it and make us look, make us look stupid. And they sure yeah, did. Yeah, it sure did. I mean, I agree with you. If you're going to lose in the playoffs, you definitely don't want to lose to your arch rivals. And it was it was definitely was painful yeah. for them to, to lose against the Red Sox. And what is really disturbing is Garrett Cole, he just, um, you know, I hate to kind of beat up on a guy, yeah. but for a guy who's got a big contract and for someone who made so much noise about the sticky stuff controversy, you almost get the, mm-hmm. the impression that he was another – on another level with the sticky stuff. What What's your opinion about yeah. Garrett Cole? I mean, a good pitcher. Uh, don't get me don't get me wrong, but you know all the hype and all the buildup, and he can't deliver in the postseason. So um, you know that's that's the thing right there. I mean, when we got our you know our you know from the from the our players from the trade, you know it looked like we were onto something because you know we had this good winning streak in sixty years. I thought maybe once we got you know, our, you know, our trades, that was going to be something. But it came out short in the end. I mean, we had 13 in a row in August, and look, we were going to maybe even overtake the division, and just somehow we just stumbled, you know, after that. Yeah, it is unfortunate. I I was saying at the beginning for a long time, I didn't think the Yankees had the best team in the AL East. But they did they did really well towards the end of the stretch. They gave a great fight, but it was just ultimately just too much. And 
what's disappointing is that you want you want your best pitcher Garrett Cole to be in that spot. Yeah. You don't want to kind of be in a in a one game playoff and you got to start your third or fourth starter because the other guys are unavailable. Had it lined up good and it just he didn't even get past the third inning. So disappointing. Yeah. And it's and it's hard for you to win baseball games when your starter gets knocked out that early in the game. I don't care who you are. Because it's just hard to come back, especially in a playoff game. You know, but it's no not only because, you know, it's easy to come back at home, not when you're on the road. Yeah, it's a good point. Really good point. I've seen that happen lots of times. So what do you think? Um, who's been the biggest disappointment this year the, uh, for the Yankees? Our problem is in the middle innings, of course. We need to get better on that. Our starting pitching is okay. Our closer is good. Well, our closer used to be better. But, you know, the middle relief is where I always thought it was our biggest problem. Yeah, I agree. Because uh, once Gary Cole went Chapman, out. Chapman's awful. Yeah, it's just, you're right. Middle relief is such a big problem. And especially when yeah. you, you get Gary Cole locked out, I didn't think it was going to be, it was not going to be a good thing from that point. But, I would definitely have to say Garrett Cole to me is the biggest disappointment. And also that and along with all the entries with Stanton, you know, that those things there. But definitely Garrett Cole, I mean, especially being that, I'm telling you, he gave me the impression that he cannot pitch that well without him using sticky stuff. Yeah, and that's still a controversy. It is. It's a big controversy right about that. and Well, that we got to get rid of first. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if I was Garrett Cole, I would try to figure out how to pitch without the sticky stuff in the offseason. I know it's not something that he probably does. He's been using sticky stuff, in my opinion, for a while. Now he's going to have to kind of reinvent himself to figure out how to do it without sticky stuff. And that's the yeah. reason why you don't, you don't want to that's the reason why it's hard for you to to cheat in, in anything because you get used to it. And then once you get used to it and it's taken away, it's just hard for you to adjust. Yeah. Right. So what do you think about the, the baseball now? Who, who's going to go forward and who's going to, do you think, get, get knocked out? Hmm. Well, let's see. I think the Brewers still have a shot. Um, I think the Dodgers are gonna, you know, go go far. I think they'll I think they'll beat the Giants. Um, I'm hoping. Well, let's see. In the uh, AL East, well, I don't like both. I don't like either team, but the rule applies to the lesser of two evils. So I'm gonna go with Tampa here. Yeah, I'm right there with you. When my team gets knocked out, the Yankees. My uh, B plus team is is definitely the Rays. They're the hometown yeah. team here, and I like the Rays. Believe it or not, even though I'm a Yankee fan, I like the Rays. I love what they're doing. They put they've been year after year after year putting in very good young teams. It's unfortunate they don't get the support they really deserve because they to me they've earned the right to have that stadium full at least sixty seventy percent capacity almost every night. Minimum. Yeah. 
they've earned the right with their play. It's not they're not a one hit wonder or one season doing things great and then yeah. everybody leaves. They've been doing it year and year. And to me, out of the AL East, I think they have the best team. Right. I I hope they do beat the Red Sox, and I also do hope they advance. Right now, it's Tampa Bay leads the series one zero. It's the end of the six, and it's Red Sox eight. Raise six, so they they're chipping away a little bit. So still yeah, I heard it's a battle. It's a, it's a battle here. I heard. Yeah, so the Rays are not. It's that game is definitely not over. It's the end of the six, eight to yeah, six. Yeah, you know the Yankees and Red Sox would like this. Would, would be like this. I didn't expect to be the the Rays and the Red Sox going back and forth. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, no. But I do think if the Yankees did beat the Red Sox, I still feel as if I think they would have had trouble with the Rays. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. The Rays are that good. Yeah, I I mean, I think it was just delaying inevitable. You hate to lose to Red Sox, but I just don't think the Yankees had enough in there. They had too many home run hitters. You need to manufacture runs in the playoffs. And... I think all the way around, I think the Rays are just a better team. So I just think that I was thought about this. If the Yankees were to advance, I think they would have had trouble with the, a lot of trouble with the Rays. We'll never know, but I definitely think they would have trouble with the no, Rays. No, we'll never know is right. Yeah, you're right about that. How was your show last weekend? How'd you do? Yeah, not many people are calling in. We're going to make sure that we turn that around. I'm going to be calling in tomorrow for you. I couldn't call Great. in last Saturday. It was my, my my birthday weekend, and my wife pretty much had a full day for me. I got to thank my wife, Nadine Alfred, for a beautiful yeah. birthday weekend. So I was really unavailable on Saturday, but I will be available this Saturday to help you out. How many callers Great. did you have? Only about six. Okay, well, we're going to make sure we crank up that Pretty number. Well. Yeah, no, you heard I think it. People are not, I don't think people are interested anymore. No. I guess they don't not, think I'm any good. You just had a bad week. Mm. Can't think negative. You know, no. Listen, it was just a bad week. You know, that's what happens. Sometimes um, things happen the first weekend of the month. And the weather was nice yeah. Saturday. It was really nice. It wasn't too hot. It was it was one of those one of the few days that you find here in Florida where it's really sunny, but it wasn't too hot and it wasn't too humid. It would be nice if it was like that. But Florida is very unusual. It is. It was. It's getting the weather cooled down. Not much, but just a no. little bit. It, it cooled down just a little bit, a few degrees, but more importantly, there was no humidity. And it felt so nice to be outside with shorts and everything and not be sweating and enjoy a really beautiful day in Florida. So the weekend was was magnificent, and that's the thing. I think that's probably why you probably didn't get as many callers. And if anybody well, I was wanted... thinking more towards the summer, it would be like that. But, you know, now it's, you know, it's fall, and it gets pretty – it doesn't get as warm out here. Yeah, you're going to get more calls. I can feel it. I definitely think so. I you hope know, so. 
I, I know, so you're going to have me call in. So I'm going to definitely do that. And it's just one week. I wouldn't look too much into it. it. Again, it was beautiful here in Florida, that weather. Because it's just so hot and humid here in Florida. To get a, a few degrees cooler and to have very little humidity would be nice to have that all the time, but we don't. <laughs> Especially where you are. Yeah, yeah. I've been to Florida, and you know, a few times. And once it gets past March, I mean, you know, look out because it gets very hot. It does. Gets very hot, very humid. A rain, rainstorm could come at any moment. You know, you could be sunny, and then all of a sudden it turns black in the sky, and then all of a sudden you get drenched ten minutes later. It's happened to me several yeah. times. It doesn't give you much warning, and you'll get drenched. It'll rain really yeah. hard, and then it'll stop. But well, when we get rain like that, it doesn't it doesn't rain for very long. I mean, if we do get those severe storms, it lasts like about maybe like an hour or whatever, unless we get a hurricane. Then it goes like that all the time, um, like all day. But mostly, if you get rain uh, like that, the worst of it only comes like about an hour or two, and then that's just, that's it. Because we've had some pretty um, pretty bad storms here like that in the last month. Yeah. So definitely, I hope you guys don't get another hurricane. That's for sure. Uh, within this coming year, no. Yes, that's a, that's a blessing right there. But we're gonna make sure you you have a lot more callers. How was your picks? Your football picks? So. Better than I thought. You did? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, that's really awesome. I surprised myself. That's great. And so, speaking of picks, do you think the Jags get their first win? This... Aaron, I don't think they're going to get their first win this entire decade. <laughs> Every dog got to have been broken day. here. I think they're gonna they're gonna break they're gonna break Tampa's record. I don't I don't you know what? It, as much I would like to to laugh at Urban Meyer, but I don't think they're gonna go that bad. I actually, ironically, I picked them to win this weekend. I just think that they got they almost have to win a game this weekend with the negative publicity yeah. Urban Meyer got. There's a lot of heat on him. To save his job and his sanity, he's got to, I feel, win yeah. today, this weekend. I feel as if this I feel, is I feel, a I, I do feel sorry for him, though. I do. You know, a great college coach, but sometimes, you know, the great college coaches, when they come over, when they try to, you know, come over to pros, it doesn't go that well. Yeah, and that's great, great information, Lou. So what do you think, for people who are listening, who are thinking about making a move from a college to pro, what do you think some of the challenges they have? Well, it's not the you know it's not the same game as it is um, in the college in the college level. It's a whole different strategy and and whatnot. I mean, even the greats like Urban Meyer, you know what I you know a great college coach, but like I said, it doesn't always translate. I wonder how it would have been if well, this is gonna go back a while, but if Paul Bryant, you know, who was his, who was you know for Alabama, I wonder how it would have been if he went you know uh, co- coaching in the big leagues. Although there have been some successes. Jimmy Johnson, 
you know, when he was uh, with Miami. Okay, his first year. Now remember, his first year at Dallas was terrible. Okay, that was that was that was a terrible season, one and fifteen. But what happened? Three years later, he takes in two Super Bowl titles. I wouldn't give up on Meyer just yet. Not this. Not this season. I mean, I I think it's just, you know, I don't I don't think that's right. You know, he's kind of a bad season. He went. He, you know, he went from, you know, coaching one of the top college teams, and coaching now one of the most pathetic uh, teams in NFL history. But you you probably weren't going to see that transition. You know, going from worst to first in the year you went here at the helm. It doesn't always go that way. I mean, you know, the teams they take time to develop, uh, they need the chemistry. That takes a while. So I wouldn't say throw them under the bus after this season is over. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go there. No, that's a great point. And and yeah, and that's the thing that a lot of college coaches that go from college to the NFL have to understand. Yeah. Like you said, Lou, it's a different ball game when you're in college yeah. and you're getting players as a coach. You have all the power. Because if you don't play someone or you don't put him on your team, he's going to yeah. suffer. His 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 draft ranking is going to suffer, and it may even if you don't play him at all, he may not get drafted at all. So a college coach, yeah, a player, he's trying to get to the he's trying to get to the dance. That's the NFL. He's trying to get to the dance, and you're the right. person the yes. gatekeeper. You're the gatekeeper. You're either going to open the door and let him get in, or you're not. So as a coach in the, in college, you have all the power. In the NFL, not so much, not so much, because these are guys who are already at the show. They're already at the dance. They just want to help. They just want your help to show that you're all in to now help them win the dance contest. That's what they want to see. These are grown men. They don't really need you as much like like in college. No. And if you, they can always, you know, not play and get traded. It may not be pretty. It may, they might get bad press. Well, pretty but ultimately, they'll get an opportunity someplace else. You know, so it's you don't have as much power. And another thing with college is versus the pros, guys in the pros are just much faster than guys in college. <laughs> That's just how yeah. it is. You got guys that can run four two. The NFL average is probably like four five. That might be the average of taking like a, including linemen or linebackers. It might be yeah. four five. In, in college, that may not be the case. You may have a guy who can block really good, but he doesn't have any type of speed. So, and then you you have to one thing about the NFL too. One last point I want to make about coaches is. You have to be a dynamic play caller. You have to shuffle up your plays very good. You can't run the same pattern of plays because guys in the NFL will pick up on it a lot faster and shut you down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's That's what you got to do. And you got to have patience, too, in the NFL. It doesn't happen if you go to college to the pros. It doesn't – success doesn't happen overnight. It's just the way it goes. Right. But it is it is something you can do, but it, it just it's a process. And for Urban, I got the Jags. It is. I mean, I got the Jags winning this weekend purely because Urban Meyer and the Jags need. It's a must win. 
I'm going to call it like that. This weekend is a must win. In order for you to kind of yeah. dodge the bad press he got with hanging out with the girl, blowing off, meeting with the team to go hang out with the grandkids, he's got to win. The owner's already upset at him. What about the Jets? What's going on with the Jets? Are they going to win? I think we see uh, two in a row here. You know, they're going against, you know, they're going against a horrible team. So uh, I do see a, a second one for the Jets. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think the Jets are going to start turning things a lot quicker than the than the Jags. I've seen high school teams uh, turn around quicker than the ja- than the Jags. I think so too. I think so too. In fact, I know. I'm just so. wondering with this early start with you know with the Jets because uh, you know 9:30 you know over here, you know that's the only thing that worries me. How, how they going to adjust to this, you know the start? Yeah, that is that is a long trip. <laughs> That's yeah. early in the morning. For but us. It, for us, it's early in the morning. But the nice thing is, that's a nice trip for the guys. Yeah, I'm going to go myself. Oh, yeah, me too. I Hey, they gave me an opportunity to play over there. I'd, I'd be on the plane. That'd be really neat. Or even that's a call really game, you know? Yeah. And speaking of that, Lou, do you do commentary during a game? Like, Play-by-play. Um, I've, done some in, I've done some in-game play-by-play on a few sites, but not a regular, not a regular thing. But when we do get those you know, moments with a great play, uh, we'll we'll do a little commentary with the show here and there. Not full-fledged, but you know we will we'll probably provide occasional commentary. Yeah, speaking of commentary, the one big thing that came up this week was Alex Rodriguez. And his calling of the playoffs. What are your thoughts on A Rod and him still being in a booth? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't work out so well. Yeah, you're right. I, I think. Yeah. I, I do believe A Rod is very knowledgeable. He knows the game. Yes. But I like I like what he was doing in the studio with David Ortiz when he was by, by the plate and right. he would illustrate. I thought he did a fantastic job giving in-game analysis with guys hitting, how they should approach the, the pitcher. I thought he did brilliant. He's very smart. He knows the game. But being in mm. the booth is very different no. than being an analyst. Well, they have a theme though that doesn't now, too. Yeah. So Jessica Mendoza. Yeah. So you're right about that. I don't. I don't like the radio commentary though for the Yankees. I mean, I think she's very arrogant, and besides that, she's from Boston anyway, so I can't stand her. <laughs> Why would someone from Boston be covering a Yankee radio broadcast? That's beyond me. I know. I mean, you know, sometimes when they choose people to to put them in and do media and commentary, it's like you wonder why would you make a blunder like this, like. Talk about an yeah. odd couple. Yeah, it's, it's but, uh, but then again, uh, the elite commentator, um, he's getting up there though, though, still in years. Yeah, you're right. They need, they might need your help back there. 
I'm not that young either, you know. <laughs> I'm not that young either. But if you want a good commentary for for an in studio, oh boy, have I got one for you. Oh yeah. What do you got? Are you familiar with NFL Countdown? Yes. On Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yep. <laughs> the man ponder. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to go by while I'll, while I'll turn in looking at her. Oh. <laughs> Losing love. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. oh yeah. <sighs> but she's very good. Yeah. You got to be knowledgeable. Yeah. That's for sure. Very knowledgeable, and at least her co, at least her, you know, her, her crew doesn't, you know, go on attacking each other, like some people on the network. Yeah, you got to have a good team too. You're right about that. Uh, you, you know what I mean by that, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> like on, like on a certain morning show, which will shall be nameless, but they're, but the leaders' uh, cohorts go on barking at each other, and they're like, and she's caught in the middle of it. I'm like this is painful. Yeah, right about that. And speaking about commentary, let me update yourself and the fans. Red Sox went up by another run, so they're leading nine to six, and it's in the bottom of the seventh mm. inning. Nine to six, but there's still time. There's still time. Rays, remember they're playing at yeah. home, so last licks. Let me ask them. Do you think that home that home advantage is overrated? You know, that's a great question, Lou. I think it depends on where you're playing. If you're playing, like, say, in certain places where the fan base really doesn't get into the games, they they're there physically, but they're not really boisterous. I think in baseball it makes a difference because you got last licks. You know, matter. No matter what, yeah, okay. You got last licks, and that's the thing. The biggest thing that I well, would say if you're down twenty six to two, forget it. No, but if you're only down by a run coming into the ninth inning, that's why getting yes, yes. the insurance run makes a big difference. If you're, let's say, if this, if it was only nine to eight, and then you get last licks, you always, I feel, in baseball. You have that advantage when you get last licks. Right. So in baseball, it, it depends. It, it makes a difference. Football, that's one of the reasons why I picked Seattle to win last night's game, which they did not. But I think a big part of them not winning the game was the fact that Russell Wilson went down. I mean, Gino didn't play bad, but I just think that if if Russell was in that game and he played, I find that. I feel as if they would have found a way to win the game, the Seattle. But see, um, there is, I mean, the 12th man, the 12th man was in effect, the fans. It makes a difference because, you know, it's hard for you to to call plays. The fans are so boisterous. I went to um, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and, man, the fans are so loud there. It had to have been torture on the players to communicate. 
because it was yeah. just so definitely loud. So I do think home field advantage can make a difference. Depends on the situation. All right. But you know what? You know what's, who's trying to do like the Bucks, The Rams. Being at the Super Bowl is going to be in SoFi yeah. Stadium. I feel as if the Rams are doing everything they can to be to do what the Bucks did last year. They're trying to win a Super Bowl, host a Super Bowl in their stadium and win it too. I can clearly see what their goal is. No, this is 2 nothing. Yep. And and speaking of goals, so what do you have in mind as far as your goal for listeners and what are your show entail for tomorrow? Well, we have a lot to discuss. You know, we have uh, the baseball playoffs, uh, college and football uh, predictions. Um, we'll also look at the standings for the first time of the month. I want to get some people's thoughts on tomorrow's uh, uh, tomorrow's uh, big fight, or as they call it, World War Three. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to kind of get your yeah, thoughts on it. Wild. I didn't know that you. I didn't know that you was gonna talk about the fight. What are your predictions? Oh, yeah. Fury. This one's tough. You know what? Normally, if this fight was not, that's a very good pick, Fury. I think Fury would have had this fight hands down if there was no delays. The fact that this fight got delayed twice gave Wilder about four and a half months in total time to learn something new, and he got a new trainer. So I feel as if, I, I just feel as if I think Fury keeps repeating that, like it's the same old trick, one trick pony. Yeah. I have to figure that Wilder, yes, you can't be as technically sound as Fury in four and a half months, but I do feel that you can learn a few things in there to make the fight more difficult for Fury. And the advantage that Wilder has is it only takes one punch. So if you come in there doing something different and kind of catch Fury off guard and you land that big right hand, you have a shot to win the fight. Had this fight not been delayed, I think Fury wins it hands down. But the fact that it was delayed oh, twice, I think, went, I think I think played to Fury. I played to a Wilder's advantage. Yeah. But this, yeah, that, it, it's it's going to be a great fight card. That whole and the undercards. I know people are going to just look at the Wilder and, and Fury fight, but the guys that are fighting underneath are actually very good fighters. We covered some of the fighters that are on there. Edgar Belanga and F.A. Ajaba, they, they actually have a very good card. So those who are getting, yes. who are paying to get the fight, I would say that you're getting, you're going to get your money's worth because we covered quite a few of the boxes that are on this fight card, and these are like the yeah. top-tier second level trying to be Fury and Wilder. So you're going to have, you're actually going to have a very good fight card lined up for you. It'll be a great fight night, but mm-hmm. I, I I just, I, I kind of like what Wilder did in a press conference too. He didn't seem as, he seemed a lot more calm and reserved. Fury did seem like a little bit, he did seem a little nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. He did seem a little bit nervous. And the fact that he, he he blew up so much weight is just he went up so much yeah. weight. I, that kind of concerns me. So 
I got Wilder winning this fight. I got Wilder winning this fight. I, I just think Wilder, I think, is going to come in a little different. He's going to he's going to learn from his mistakes. He's and I just think he's going to catch Fury with the with the shot. I think he's going to he's going to have a different look than what Fury has seen the first two fights. Fury is going to be a little confused. And then I just see him lighting that right hand at some point, and it's just going to be lights out. Yeah. So you got Fury, I got Wilder. Should be an interesting yeah. fight. Oh, it's definitely going to be an interesting fight. I, without a doubt, it it's is better def- than. I, I definitely expect it to be a very entertaining fight. I, I don't. This is one of the fights that I just feel as if it's going to be a. It's a huge fight, actually. It's it's very intriguing who's going to win because, yeah. Had Fury didn't come down with COVID, and this fight was maybe uh, delayed, maybe not delayed at all, or maybe delayed just once. I say Fury wins it hands down. But again, since it was so much time that elapsed with Wilder having a new trainer, he had to teach him some new tricks. He, it, it's like it's almost it's almost impossible for him not to learn at least four or five, maybe even six or seven new things. That's why I got to figure. Yes. And then since Wilder does have the advantage with that knockout power, he he has a good shot on catching him with one. And I think Wilder's going to win this fight. I I, I know yeah. it's, it's it's not a popular opinion, but I, I did pick Fury to win fight two, and I was 100% right on that. This one here, I got Wilder winning by uh, in a shocker. I think he's going to knock out Fury and win in a shock, in shock form. But we'll see. If, if, okay, if you got Fury, who, how do you think he wins? By knockout or by judge, judgment? Um, I think I'll go I mean, with the decision. Yeah, I don't. I agree. I don't see this fight going to a decision. Yeah, I, I don't see it. I, I I don't see it going to a decision. I think somebody's gonna take a nap. I think it's either gonna be a yeah. stoppage on either on either Fury or Wilder's side. I don't see it going to distance. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be short. Now, having said that, I don't want I don't want people who's listening to think that oh, it's just gonna be a one or two round fight. I don't think it's gonna be a one or two round fight. I think it's gonna go no 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 six or seven, maybe even eight rounds. I think. It's gonna it's gonna be a fight like that. It'll go at least seven to maybe eight rounds, and at that point somebody's gonna win the fight. I don't think it's gonna go full twelve, but I don't think it's gonna be a Mike Tyson, no, Leon Spinks type of special where it's a minute and thirty seconds. I don't see that. What do you got cooking okay. on your show? Also, you got the well, picks. Yep, yeah. got the picks. Uh, got, you know we got football. We got um, we'll preview the NBA. Uh, I'll take some more. In, I'll take some more uh, NHL comments and whatnot. Our first look at the ceiling. So we got a bunch to do uh, tomorrow. October is going to be our busiest month, I think. Absolutely, and you guys need to support Lou. You need to call in and show him that all things are possible. He sounds a little down, but you guys are going to pick him up and pick up his spirits. And I just say it into existence. It was just a bad week. And things are going to turn itself around. Make sure you get with Lou at the Enhanced Sports Show. 
His show airs from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. That's tomorrow, Saturday, between 5 and 7 Eastern Standard Time Zone, EST. And the phone number, let them know the phone number, Lou. 512-543-4662. Perfect. 512-543-4662. Make sure you get with Lou. You support him. Give him a call. I'm going to be on the line, too. To all my fans who are listening, I'll be calling in sometime between 5 and 7 Eastern Standard Time Zone. I couldn't do it last weekend because of my birthday, but I definitely going to look out for my, my friend Lou, and you guys do too. Yes. He, you know, he'll talk more about the fight too in detail and and also the picks. He'll give you the picks too. <laughs> right. I will. Anything else you want to share with your the listeners that that should expect to call in tomorrow that you might discuss? Well, I guess we have all we have all the um, uh, questions. If anybody's a particular expert on a certain sport, you know, uh, you know, uh, bring it to the table. That's what I ask. That's awesome. So definitely, you guys who are listening or experts in any field of sports. Let Lou know, because he's looking forward to, to talking to you tomorrow. On this the game is downright ugly as I thought. Just as I thought it was going to go. I knew this game was going to be horrible, and it is. Ooh, the Red Sox, for those who don't know, have blown, ballooned no, no, up. No, no, no. Cincinnati and Temple. Oof. Oh, okay. Well, the the Red Sox did go up 11-6. to six. Oof. Let's put it this way. If you're a Cincinnati fan, great. If you're a Temple fan, you might want to look in another direction. Oof. <laughs> I mean, if, if the if the Rays do take a loss tonight, it will tie up the series 1-1. So it's still a long way to go in that, that series. I kind of expected it. Yeah, it's just hard to sweep the, the Rays. But, I mean, the Red Sox. Oh, yeah. But I still predict the Rays to win that series. I think I'm praying that they, they do get it done. When the Yankees get knocked out, my next team that, that I'm rooting for is definitely the Rays. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think I'd rather choose the Rays of the Red Sox because you know how I hate the Red Sox. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you, but... You know, one thing about the – I kind of miss a little bit of the rivalry when Derek was on the team. You had a lot more <laughs> – when you had Pedro Martinez on the Red Sox. Yeah. It was definitely interesting to see them. But, yeah. It is. But, you know, you know how I feel about the Red Sox. You know, they're our top rival, and, uh, well, you know, I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, so we agree on that. No Red Sox fans here. If you're from Boston, that's nothing personal. It's just we're not big Red Sox fans here. Well, kind of remember, the uh, line starts in uh, the middle of Connecticut. That's right. And so it's nothing personal. 
I've actually been to Boston and and went and got some food at the restaurant. The food was amazing. It really was. So, but the the Rays are doing their thing. I mean, tonight's not going to be doesn't sound like it's their night. Eleven to six, Red Sox, bottom of the eighth. So the Rays, if they don't do something quick, it's going to be tied up one one. But but yeah, Lou, make sure you guys listen to Lou at the Enhanced Sports Show Saturday between five and seven. Now, now remember, I'm not, I'm not on Blog Talk. Keep that in mind. Yeah, he's not on Blog Talk, so you got to make sure so. you check him Uber. out. Let him know again. It's on Uber. See, I think it's anything. People think I'm still associated with Blog Talk. Um, well, I am, but not for doing my show. I mean, I'm on Blog Talk right now, but I don't do the show on Blog Talk. So I used to. Okay, so yeah, make sure you guys find find them on Uber and write down that number. Save it in your phone, 512-543-4662. 512-543-4662. Yeah, Lou, so definitely I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Appreciate you giving us a call in tonight. Definitely hope you have a fantastic weekend and we really, truly, tremendously appreciate you here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Thanks. You're, You're welcome. Your partner. Say again? You invest in your partner in crime. Yeah, I will tell him to give you your best. I will tell Aaron that. Yep, for sure. All right, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, Alan. You're welcome. You have a great night. That's that's the legend right there, Lou. Always a pleasure to have Lou call in. It's always great to hear from Lou, and I know everything's going to be all right when Lou calls in. But, yeah, so make sure you guys call in tomorrow to help support him. I will be on the line tomorrow, too. And then we got a lot more to discuss here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. I'm going to make sure that you guys also <laughs> – get the up-to-date scores. So we have 11-6. 11-6, Sox ahead. And against the Rays, the bottom of the eighth inning. And I'm also going to go ahead and share with you guys quite a few things here tonight. I'm also going to let you uh, hear my picks. Now, <laughs> I will give you that disclosure that these picks are just for entertainment only. They do not... <laughs> Don't bet on us with the picks because if you lose money, don't call us either. But definitely this is just entertainment. And what we have going on is the Rams versus Seahawks. And I was telling Lou that I really felt as if the Seahawks had a very good shot of winning this game. And I predicted them to win the game mainly because I feel as if Russell plays really good against Rams and they were at home. But it wasn't meant to be. He got hurt. Geno Smith did actually really good in this game. He did throw that pretty bad pick towards the end of the game. But, you know, you can't really fault him. He's a guy hasn't played for many years. But, yes, Aaron already has one up on me. He did pick the Rams to win, which they did. 
I did pick the Seahawks. So that game is one. Aaron already got me up on one right there. But we got a lot of more picks, and we do have a lot more differences. Let me go to the next pick, in fact. And that's the Jets versus the Falcons. You know, this is actually going to be a, a very, very tough game. And it's all the way across the pond, so it's going to be far. And that's as Lou was mentioning. Aaron went ahead and picked the Falcons to win the game. I did go ahead and pick the Falcons, too. I, <laughs> I think the Jets are doing good things, but I just feel as if the Falcons have a little bit more offensive power to it. And I just think that the Falcons will find a way to win this game. So I got, I agree with, with Aaron on that pick. We both have the Falcons. Next, we have the Packers, who's 3-1, versus the Bengals, which is also 3-1. You can almost guess who, what uh, Aaron picked on this game here, since he is such a big, huge Packer fan. And nonetheless, he did pick the Packers to beat the Bengals. I did also pick the Packers, the Packers to beat the Bengals. I just feel as if, um, yeah, I was really critical of Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers at the beginning of this, this year and even after the first game, but he's caught his stride. His team is doing really well, and things are starting to move in the right direction. They're clicking offensively. So I agree. I got the Packers, and so does Aaron against the Bengals. And then we have the 0-4 Lions versus the Vikings, which is 1-3. This one here, Aaron does have the, the Lions to break their losing streak. So he's got the Lions in an upset game to go ahead and beat the Vikings. And that pick, I actually have the exact same pick. I have the Lions. I do believe the Lions are starting to come on. Every dog has a day. This is a must win for the Lions. Not to say that they still have a great shot being 0-4 in, in the NFL to start a season. It's usually not a great start. You plan to make it to playoffs. But for moral support and to show that you're moving in the right direction, it is, it is also, I feel, a must win for the Lions too. Probably not as severe as it is for the Jags, but they need to win the game. I mean, no, no doubt about it. You don't want to go 0-5, and the Vikings are a tall task, but uh, I do feel as if the Lions are going to hold on and beat the Vikings, and so does Aaron. Then we have the 3-1 Broncos, Steelers, which is 1-3. Aaron went ahead and picked the Broncos. I also did agree and picked the Broncos, too. You know, I just feel as if the Steelers are really backpedaling you know, I do see Ben Roethlisberger getting a little bit older. He's missing quite a few of his throws. Back, they used to throw the ball a lot, which they still throw the ball, but it is, they're just not in sync, you know, and, and that's what happens. You have very good receivers, too, on the, you know, Steelers. You got Juju Smith-Schuster and Claypool, and I just, they just can't seem to connect. So, I got the Broncos winning two. Then we had the Dolphins, one and three, at the Buccaneers, three and one. Need I say more, but the Buccaneers, I feel as if they're going to do what they need to do to win the game. 
the Bucks know that they can't let teams that are not as good as them or not at least close to as good as them cost them a game because they need to stay ahead of the Saints. So I do believe the Buccaneers are going to do what they need to do and beat the Dolphins. So we both are in agreement. Aaron and myself are in agreement on that. We have the Buccaneers winning against the Dolphins. And I know you might think, okay, our picks are very similar, but they're not always the same. It just so happens that's the way we picked it on our schedule. In fact, when I pick my games, I don't look at what Aaron picks in most cases, so I can go ahead and concentrate on my picks more. So we have the Saints 2-2 two and two against the Washington football team, who's also 2-2. Two and two. Aaron went ahead and picked the Washington football team to win against the Saints. I did go ahead and pick the Saints to win the game. I just feel as if the Saints actually do have a very good team, but they're struggling to kind of get things clicking, especially offensively with Jameis back there. And it's not that Jameis is doing a bad job. It's just he's, he's different. He's different. So he's not like um, Drew Brees where he's going to automatically look for a check down with Alvin Kamara in the backfield. I know that Alvin is getting, he did have a very good game, but he's just not getting the touches in the, when he's running plays like he used to with Drew Brees. So I, I do believe though, the Saints are going to do what they do. I just don't see them going down two to three. So I got the Saints winning that game. We have the Eagles at Carolina. Eagles do a very, very good job offensively. I think they're they're one of the underrated teams in the league. However, the Eagles are are just too inconsistent for you to trust them. So I got the Panthers. I think uh, they have a very good thing going on right there, the Panthers. So I think that they're going to hold on and beat the Eagles. We have the Titans versus the Jags. Titans 2-2 two and two at Jacksonville with 0-4. Aaron went ahead and picked out the Titans. I went ahead and picked the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars are in a must-win situation, as we talked earlier. And I just think that Urban Meyer needs to come away with a win to relieve a lot of the pressure he's getting. The worse your team goes, the more that these stories in the past or video camera that people catch you, they get blown up even more. But I got the... I got the Jags winning their first game against the Titans. Aaron has the Titans. Then we have the Patriots, one and three, versus the Texans, one and three. Need I say more? But Aaron did pick the Patriots. So did I. I just feel as if the Patriots are more of a team that you can rely on than than, uh, the Texans. A lot of stuff going on in Texas. Uh, So I got the Patriots. I just don't see them going one and four. Can it happen? Sure, but I just feel as if they're in a situation where they got to win. We have the the Bears two and two against the Raiders three and one. This was a tougher pick. Aaron has the Rodgers. Aaron has the Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron has the Raiders winning that game, <laughs> and I have I have the Raiders too. So we're in agreement on that game. We have the Browns 3-1 versus the Chargers 3-1. Very good game. Very good matchup. Aaron has the Chargers winning the game. And let me just double check mine. I have the Chargers also winning the game. I just feel as if they got a very good team. 
They're hungry. The Browns have been a little bit inconsistent as far as their offense is concerned. So I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. We have the Giants 1-3 and three at the Cowboys 3-1. and one. Aaron Pope chose the Giants in an upstack. I hate to say it, I'm not a big Cowboys fan. I can kind of relate to what Stephen A. Smith has an opinion about the Cowboys, but I, having said that, I just don't see them beating – I don't see the, the Giants beating the Cowboys. I feel as if they'll do what they need to do, the Cowboys, and win the game. We have here the 49ers 2-2 two and two against the perfect 4-0 Arizona Cardinals. This one here, drum roll please. Aaron picked the Cardinals to win the game. So the Cardinals beating the 49ers, what he has. I also have the Cardinals winning the game too. I just feel as if Kyler Murray, <laughs> you know, he's he's a He's a situation where he's kind of like Russell with a magician, but he has uh, that that it factor. So I just I just think the Cardinals are really a powerhouse, and so does Aaron. So you got the Cardinals, and I have the Cardinals too. We have the Bills three and one, and the Chiefs two and two. Should be a mega game, great game. But this game here, Aaron has the Chiefs. I did go ahead and pick the Bills on this game. And the main reason why I picked the Bills to, to beat the Jets, uh, why I picked the Bills to beat the Chiefs, I beg your pardon, is just uh, I think teams have figured out how to defend against, you know, the, the Chiefs. I just think that the Bills have too much offense. And not to say that the Chiefs don't, but I just feel as if the defense is a little bit stronger on the Bills side. So I believe that they're going to hold on. So we have the Bills. I have the Bills, and Aaron has the Chiefs. We have the final game, which is the Colts, 1-3. and three. At the Ravens, 3-1. and one. You know, it's just a situation where I can't bet against my guy, which is definitely – I just think that uh, they're going to do big things. They have the Ravens, and I just I, he has the Ravens winning the game. I have the Ravens two winning the game. So we did have most of our picks the same, but there was a few differences in there. I think Lamar's going to do his thing and, and win the game. Let me just go ahead and see here. We're doing great. Doing very, very good. So we got those of your picks. Again, don't <laughs> don't bet on us because good potential. You're going to lose your game, and you're going to lose a, a lot of money. So – this is just for entertainment purpose only, the picks. But we got a lot going on here this weekend. And we talked about this earlier, the Fury versus Wilder 3. It's going to be a big mega hit. I got also in the undercards, I have F.A. Ajaba winning his fight. And I do also have I – got, I got Wilder winning his fight. I got Wilder winning his fight. I just think that if there was, as I was telling Lou, if there was no delays, Fury wins the fight, no no questions asked. But there was some delays with a new trainer. I have to feel as if Wilder's going to do something different. He was just throwing a lot of haymakers in the second fight. And I know he wants to avenge his fight. But I got F.A. Ajaba winning, and I got Edgar Balanga also winning his fights. That's the fights 
Let me let you know we'll be on tomorrow. So definitely you can check that out on pay-per-view. Wilder versus Fury Part 3. And the trilogy. Got on. So definitely support that event. I'll be watching it too. And then we also wanted to let you know too about news and golf. You know, one of the <laughs> great things about playing golf is you enjoying the air, you get a chance to work in your game, have fun. One of the worst things about golf, however, and is dealing with other golfers. And sometimes it's more seen than others. I just want to let you know that when you're playing golf with someone, it's poor etiquette, very poor etiquette for you to be standing over them when they're hitting the tee box and definitely standing over them when they're trying to putt. So definitely be respectful and mindful of what you're doing. It's a gentleman's game. So definitely want you guys know that. And I got Wilder winning the fight against Tyson Fury. So just uh, mark that down. I got Wilder winning in this fight. And I think um, I think Wilder is going to be not as wild. I think he's going to be more concerted about that. And he's going to get the job done. So I got a Wilder winning. Let me give you our show phone number. It's 516-418-5572. 516-418-5572. Save it on iHeartRadio. Please do that. And then also write down our phone number. It's 516-418-5572. And it's 516-418-5572. Just in case you have something that you want to discuss. Feel free to give me a call there at that number there. But um, definitely should be an entertaining fight. Nonetheless, great card. So I look forward to it, and you guys should look forward to it too. Fury vs. Wilder 3 on pay-per-view. Check that out there on demand too. And I did also, I won't mention their name, I did want to give a props and a huge mega thank you, professional boxer who's definitely everybody who's in boxing knows who he is. I just want to say thank you for the invitation for the private workout session. Won't mention the box name, but we really appreciate the invitation. And we'll talk more about that too. But I definitely wanted to thank you guys, all the listeners. Make sure you support Lou and the show. That's uh, 5 to 7 tomorrow, Eastern Standard Time Zone. And you can find him on Uber. Enhanced Sports Show. Again, lose phone is 512-543-4662. 512-543-4662. Uh, but definitely, I wanted to thank you guys, the listeners, for tuning in. Hope we made a great Friday night for you. Definitely hope that you guys stay safe, stay healthy out there. And until we meet again, you enjoy your weekend. Thank you for listening to the Evan and Aaron Sports Talk Podcast. Subscribe and check us out on your favorite social media platform. Thank you.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.